fallout. Yeah, that's, that's the, the plan idea. is fallout. All right, that's the only plan. Let's There's the Russian jet shot down over Turkish airspace. That's, yeah, we're good. Uh, yeah, that happened. That sounds. That might be the precursor to fallout. <laughs> there you go. We figured you know, out. I've been, I've been walking the, around the, the office thinking, like, but right this now. is how international incidents get started. Yep. Well, wasting our zingers. I only care about Turkey on Thanksgiving. That's true. We should have. We should have. <laughs> we should have. Um, oh. We should have started the podcast at the mom talk. This is a very. This is a very good uh, political podcast so far. I think we're doing yes. a really great job of uh, yes. commenting on the things happening Politics. in the world. Guys, so are we going to are we going to introduce ourselves and then say the names of our mom? I guess maybe we should. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number one hundred and one. That feels really weird to say. There's too many syllables in that. One hundred one. Oh, one hundred one. I didn't even think of how fitting that is because guess what, folks? This is a very special podcast for you. It is our Fallout Four centric podcast. Uh, a very rare honor of a podcast being devoted to an entire game. I think what what else has met that honor? Probably just Chrono Trigger and Walking, just Walk, Chrono Trigger. And Walking Dead. Yep. Uh, we did a Walking Dead one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so anyway, I'm your usual host, Jared. I am joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Hi, my name is Jay. My mom's name is Joyce. Oh, yes. We are also sharing our mother's names with you so that you can, you know, have that information Properly as well. Properly insult us. Uh, uh, I am also joined by Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, that's me. My mom's name is Sandra. <laughs> and then we have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, everybody out there. How are you doing to you and your mothers? My mother's name is Lisa. Oh, very good. <laughs> and Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello, everybody. My mom's name is Norma. And don't tell her I spend all my money on fried chicken and weed. <laughs> uh my mother is named Debbie. If you're listening, Debbie, thank you. Uh, good to have you as a, as a regular. I'm sure that you're listening to this. I can't see a scenario where you don't. But, <laughs> but Jared. don't let me forget our most esteemed guest, back by popular demand, Yes, Mr. Jason Brown. The, the emails were off the hook. And uh, my mother's name is Kathy, and she's looking for a man, so... The- <laughs> <laughs> the switchboard. That's, a, that's, a, that's an invite, listeners. The switchboard lit the fuck up after last show. So uh... a- a- actually, um, I didn't know we were giving shoutouts to our moms because today, I guess, I guess today will be Wednesday when this goes live. But when we recorded it, it was my mom's anniversary. To your to your father? Yes, to my father. Well, and I, mean, I wouldn't be here if if it weren't for that. Well, uh, a very happy anniversary to uh, to Mr. Jamal Joseph and his lovely wife. Uh, congratulations Joyce. to you both. I forgot. I did forget her name. I was going to try and play it we off. We could like all tell. <laughs> you only remember he does it. He literally, he literally said it several seconds ago, and I already forgot. Well, Hello, happy, Mommy ha- happy anniversary. Congratulations, to- Joyce Jr. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really. Con- I'm not really convinced that Joyce could make it these three minutes into the podcast. Anyway, so I don't <laughs> think. Is- I don't think well, it would be is, a this huge is, This is the most appropriate podcast to give a shout out to your parents, I think. Yeah, because uh, like I said, we're going to discuss a game where, uh, you know, I think paternity is a pretty important factor. Something that uh, comes up a lot in that game, of course, is Fallout 4. Uh, I thought it was Heavy Rain. Well, uh, I thought he was going to say Minecraft Story <laughs> Mode, but we've we've been not. kind of drawing some interesting parallels there because uh, you know Heavy Rain does feature a missing son named Sean, um, and I mean lots. I thought of, it was Jason. Well, there's Jason and Sean, isn't there? No, Jason he, is. Uh, he manages to lose both his kids. Yeah. <laughs> Press X to Jason. 
<laughs> yes, press X to Jace. Yeah, he loses all the kids. So um, let's. Yeah, he's a very bad parent. Let's kick off our Fallout discussion by maybe just covering how much everyone has played. Um, who thinks they've put in the most time in this game? Um, well, everybody else sort of has a life, but I don't know. Tough to say. I mean, I put in a lot. I I, I literally spent like two real world days just playing Fallout 4. Maybe we, should, maybe we should ask uh, the question first. Uh, how many characters does everyone have already? <laughs> right. I only have one. I only have one. Oh, really? I, I've, I've spent... The game... The, the save file says that I spent two days playing as her. Um, I don't appreciate that. I like what Steam says better. Steam says it's 79 hours. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I mean, how, how many... 79 hours is better than two days, right? How many characters do you have, Jason? Um, I have four because I wanted to taste the cornucopia of options. Do you have an hour count? Um, probably about 10 on each one. Okay. All right. So about 40 hours. What about you, Michael? You played a pretty sizable amount. Uh, once it looks like I've played 53 hours altogether. Oh shit. All right. And Lucy, Lucio? I'm on this. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Well, Doug, do you have an idea, an estimate? <laughs> so I'm playing uh, the one device. Right last now. Saturday and Sunday, that's basically all I did. 15 hours. 15 but hours for Lucio. I... So, so, I, so I checked Michael, mine. Michael's save file probably also says like two days. And that makes me feel better. Probably. <laughs> uh, I checked my count before I got online, and I have uh, five hours. So, I'm, oh wow, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. So you uh, barely got out of the this. You guys clearly hate Fallout. So yeah, uh, no, I actually I feel like I did quite a bit, um, I, at least enough to start forming some opinions. But what have you done? Uh, let's see. So I got out of the vault. Uh, by the way, I think you made a character. I think we're gonna go kind of <laughs> mid range on spoilers here. Um, so, you know, nothing I'm like... What's there to spoil? Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's not really a <laughs> well, lot. My stupid brother, like, he thought I wasn't going to play the game because he heard, like, that the game was shitty or something. And he's like, oh, you know, did you know that at the end of the game you do this? And I'm like, you son of a bitch. See, like, we don't need to I mean, to, there's only, there's only so that. many twists. I feel like the one big twist of the game is, like, super obvious. But... We don't have to talk about it. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't know if I want to know. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Sean kills Dumbledore. Oh, basically. Damn it, that's Doug. I won't. Sean is Kaiser Soze. I won't say what it is because I don't even know details of what it is. But like, Sean is your father. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's from that's, the past. Kind of close. I feel. I'll say like. the. I'll say like the non-spoily version of what my brother sort of blurted out to me. But you just have to like make a some choice that's like really important at the end, which. I guess you have to oh, do that. Oh, is that about the factions? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. There's one There's one about the factions that really annoys me, that I've been frightened of. You have to sleep of. with your own mother to become your son. Whoa. All right. That's, that's, that's a, a storyline to um, an entirely, Futurama. An entirely different kind of uh, game there. but you know, a Futurama episode. Uh, but anyway, so let's, uh, let's get back on track. Here, I'll what give you, you I'll give you guys my Fallout experience. Okay, get, got out of the vault, ran around Sanctuary, uh, went and met the 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 hours men or whatever, and I did <laughs> I did the stuff that they want. Uh, they came back to Sanctuary. I explored a little bit with the um, with the uh, settlement system. I and then I can literally tell you just about everything else. I went to a drive-in movie theater and settled that. Uh, I, I found a gigantic like water reservoir and I jumped in it and got super radiated for a quest. <laughs> uh, and at that point, I started to have a really difficult time with the game because I only had half of my health. 
that made things really hard. And so it turns out that if you use all your Rataway, you're kind of fucked unless you can get to Diamond City. So my latest right. ad- my latest adventure was basically just a sprint to Diamond City. <laughs> aren't aren't the, aren't the rads like super annoying in this one? Uh, no. They're definitely. I, I'm sure they become trivial later, but like so early in no, the game, no, they never become. Trivial. I don't think they do. They're no. trivial for they me. They never become trivial. That was like that was like my second thing I did, and it seemed like a very unwise idea. Uh, well, I, I I did I did basically what you did in your first couple hours because I I explored outward in like a circular pattern from sanctuary. So I would build up my sanctuary. I would explore a little bit, going in a circle, and then return, and then and then open up the circle a little bit. I did this until I got to Diamond City, and then I abandoned that plan and just went whatever uh, wherever the fuck I went wanted to. <laughs> you um, know, I- I like the fact that they've made radiation like less than trivial because in previous games, like you never gave a shit. It didn't yeah, matter. you could just ignore. It. I remember the- so many times, like just sitting and drinking out of the toilet to like heal myself. <laughs> and now I feel like I would never do that. But the, the problem I- is, like in this game, everything is fucking radiated. You're just like walking around. It's like, oh, that Coke machine is radiated. Especially irradiated. Oh, I'm gonna die. It's like every corner you turn, you're getting well, ads. You know what's but interesting I- about that is I, I don't know. Jay said that he finds the radiation to be particularly difficult, but one odd thing... No, not uh, difficult, annoying. There's a difference. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but one thing, um, surely you've played long enough to go through a few of those, like, rad storms or whatever you want to call them? Yeah. yeah. Where, um, I found those strangely weak. Like, every 20 seconds, they'll hit you with, like, five rads, and I was like, oh, that's that's trivial. <laughs> so uh, so this is so this is what I want to say on that. This is my only real thought on the radiation. Um... So every, I assume everyone got to the drive-in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that I thought that was really cool that shit. once you, I thought that was really cool that in order to liberate the drive-in, you had to get rid of those uh, nuclear barrels, or else everyone's going to end up irradiated on your drive-in. I but my know. big problem. I actually didn't know that. That's a good tip. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't done <laughs> that yet either. I, I've just avoided the drive-in. Like, <laughs> I hate that place. I just got a fish hooker on one another. I built a I built a shack there, and now I'm kind of worried about whoever moves in. Hey, do you think that if you like build a or if you build a civilization there and you leave the radiation, people turn into ghouls? I think they'll just die. If they're not essential uh, characters, they're just going to die. That'd be too dope. Um, yeah, it's funny. So, so my only problem with radiation is this. Like, I feel like Fallout 4 takes inspiration from a ton of different video games. Um, and the radiation storms are something that's very much like Stalker or Metro, where if yeah. you were exposed to the weather in those games and you were like absolutely fucked, if a storm started in Stalker, you would have to get indoors or you were done. Um, in Metro, they made a big deal about wearing your gas mask outdoors at all times. It was yeah. like a huge fucking deal. In Fallout 4, a radiation storm happens and it's like, I'm just going to go to bed until this blows over because I don't want the rats. I, that's <laughs> the only mod I've downloaded so far is I downloaded a mod believe it or not, to enhance the rad storm. So each time the lightning <laughs> strikes, it hits you with like 50 rads. Yeah, it's and that's much cool. much more like, intense. Like, I would actually like it. I would actually like it if the radiation storm, like, meant something. But for now, I, I'm just used to having a little bit of health shaved off with that little red bar due to the rads. Um, what is super cool, once people get there, and this is a bit of a spoiler, but if you want that, like, super intense radiation that you really have to deal with, there is a certain quest in the main story mission. Um that gets you to a place that's just, like, absolutely awesome, and uh, you might be exploring it in, like, a hazmat suit or in your power armor, but that place, I think that was, like, one of my favorite moments in the game. 
So it's pretty dope. That actually kind of makes me want to ask a question. Do you guys think? So I feel like early on in the game. I've been kind of getting my ass handed to me a lot. And part of that is probably because I made a shitty decision and did a charisma build. But (laughs) I think the other part of that is I feel like the game kind of wants me to use the power armor a little more than I want to use the power armor. Mm. Yeah, I Um, I feel the same. Because I feel like the radiation is is greatly diminished, you know, when you're wearing it. And I I mean, a, a power suit really isn't a good option anyways, unless you're running like a full science build. I mean, am I right about that? Because... Without the power cells run uh, out so fast, I, I don't really know. I don't know. I haven't had a, I haven't had much of a problem maintaining my power suit, but I, 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 I kind of feel what Jared is saying. Like I, 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 I'm very selective with my power suit, um, and I think I've only used it in three major events. I used it, um, no, not even. I used it in like two. I used it to fight this boss character called Swan. And then I used it in um, the moment that the story wants you to use it. And by that time, I had enough fusion cores that it didn't matter. I have like 15 fusion cores. Mm-hmm. And I'm not running out anytime soon because now I have more than enough cats. And I've been picking them up from every dungeon I've been in. So it's it hasn't been a problem. But I definitely see what Jared is saying because the game... I'm running, I'm running like a, a kind of stealth build with um, scope sniper rifles. And I've had a, a relatively easy time dealing with everything in the game. I'm at the point where my rifle is able to one-shot everything because of all the perks and agility and perception, but it definitely feels like the game was balanced for power armor and not for the player. At least to start. I feel like I'm going to become competent, but like my mm-hmm. f- my first few quests, they really like, I did that water thing and then Meyer Lurks showed up and I I was in trouble. Like, it's like, oh, <laughs> they're, they're like There are like so many, there are so, like the, like the enemy waves are crazy. They're like Final Fantasy 2. Final Fantasy One levels of enemies where those yeah it's those I mean you like. really it's not difficult to get overwhelmed at just about any point like yeah um, one of the first quests they'll send you on like when you go to the factory in Lexington oh my god that like was, there's like that a thousand awful. people in there I, I love oh. that quest that, is that, that was the awful. quest really? where is that the yeah, quest where like if you go outside the whole... on the roof there's like yeah. hundreds of guys that's, yes that's the oh, one. That was such yeah bullshit. I and avoid it's like that quest. it's like yeah, the, it's like the second thing they ask you to do too don't it's they? the second thing they ask you you, to do. you go like, and you like you go and you find that guy and he's like we're being terrorized by raiders and they're right yeah. over here and yeah. they're like so <laughs> fucking far away like you got to track across half the map to even get needed to know you were good enough for the Minutemen. here's a strategy to beat that that entire quest here's what you do you walk into the building and then every 10 seconds, you go into your fucking Pip-Boy and use a stim pack. <laughs> That's actually... You spend it's, more uh, time yeah, pausing. Most of it, and if you like run around the level, you can kill a lot of them very easily. I'm not having too much so, trouble right now, but the first time I went there, I got my ass whooped. And then I came back later with Piper. And uh, that's actually where I stopped last night, is right in the middle of that building. So hopefully so, uh, it doesn't get too much harder. I went there the first time with dog meat. The, first, the very first time I entered... I thought it was doing good, and then I was smoked by a Molotov cocktail. Um, so I, I, I went back the second time, and I was determined not to die, and I was determined to beat it. But out of, like, three weapons, I ran out of ammo for my mm-hmm. rifle. I ran out of ammo for my other guns, uh, because there were really no vendors by that point. So I wasn't able to buy it. I wasn't able to mm-hmm. scavenge it. Um, and so by the time I got outside to the fucking towers and all that kind of shit, I basically had to pick up a pipe pistol off of someone and just try my damnedest to snipe someone from like a hundred meters away with the goddamn pipe pistol and the iron sights, because yeah. um, that's how much I was hurting for ammo by the end of the match. Like all of my guns were empty, everything was empty, and I was like down to like 
three enemies and they're all the way up here and I can't fucking reach them. And I'm just throwing out way with my piddly little gun. I went like, in as a uh, melee build and, you know, you, you get into the, the area where you have to kill Jared. That's, you know, the only thing you actually have to do to complete the quest. And right. he's got two fucking turrets that are like <laughs> up on... Like, you can't yeah. reach them from the ground. So I'm there with my sledgehammer being like, well, I guess I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. And unless you, you want to go up, unless you want to go up to that bridge and push the button and wait for the bridge to go out while you're being shot. To I didn't even know there was a bridge. I jumped yeah, over that I, gap the first okay. time. <laughs> I jumped over that. Well, gap. also there's a there's a protect uh, there's a protectron in that room, and for some reason every time I've activated it, maybe they're shooting out the combat inhibitor or something. But every time I've activated, it, it ends up killing me instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had the yeah. same experience. <laughs> I, I don't I, I didn't that didn't happen on that protectron, but it happened on another one that I thought I could use to distract some um, bad guys, and it went for me. Uh, yeah. So I don't fuck with them anymore. If I do, I just set them to the medical personality and let them wander around. <laughs> so I didn't think Lexington was very good. In fact, I think like the probably like first ten or fifteen hours I played the game, I was thinking like I don't I don't really care for this. But I agree. After you get past kind of like once you cross the river, like the game really does start to open up pretty well. And, there's a lot of fun yeah. stuff to do in Diamond City. Which I, I, I came into yeah, uh, I agree. I came I, into Diamond City from the side, uh, so I like walked around in a giant circle because I was trying to find a doctor who was supposedly over in this area. But what they what they didn't tell me so that there there's someone online who's like, "There's a doctor right here," and so I wanted to go find her to cure my radiation. And when I found that's her, what you get for for cheating? No, no, no. She was there, uh, like they promised, but she's in the fucking middle of a gigantic like thing of radiation. <laughs> and so like you literally in order to get healed at all you have to literally just like spam the heal my rads button until you can like run away simultaneously so so doesn't like doesn't doesn't the game just try to troll you so hard with the shit that it pulls i mean that oh, was certainly just... very trolly it, I feel it, there's like. there's there's suddenly like there's one point in the game where super mutants strapped with uh yeah. start running at yeah. you with what mini yeah. nukes They'll just you blow not up. Seen that, and, Lucio? Yeah. No, I, I haven't. You must well, kill them before they get close to you. They're then. suicide bombers. Yeah, yeah. You got know? to, you got to, you got to shoot at their arms, and and it, it takes out everything. But the first time I got caught by one of those, I was like, "This is bullshit." I saw. I, I, I saw. It's actually one. cool. There's just so many of them. <laughs> There's so many of them, uh, and and it's just, there are like so many moments like this in Fallout 4 that it just starts to get to you at the wall. Like so, the first time I had like a mole rat shot with explosives wandered towards me i thought it was amusing and i'm like okay i've learned my lesson time to quick save all the time but when it keeps happening over and over and over and over again it's like this is a little too much i can't it's, i can't handle this it's just a vicious game like there are so many traps so many yeah. explosives so many ghouls who are just going to load you up on radiation to the point that you only have 10 percent of your health and well it's like everything like there are so many enemies that just give you radiation anyway yeah, everything irradiates you I'm, I'm not as worried about it now that I have the fast travel to Diamond City, but like I said early on, that was yeah, that was a very big problem. But I want I want to talk about what uh, Michael mentioned because I as Michael said that once he gets to Diamond City, it really opens up, and I agree with him like 100%. I wasn't having a lot of fun with Fallout 4, and the only thing that kept bringing me back was the um, was the settlement system because that that's it's a little unruly but i still like building stuff and and i still like planning sanctuary out and all that kind of shit i built my little mm -hmm. low rise apartment um yeah. but the actual game i was not having fun and then i finally got to diamond city i'm like oh this is fallout this is what feels like fallout this is good you know that's probably a tangent i don't quite know that as that it feels like fallout 
but it's a lot of fun. So it's it's mm-hmm. that's good. I like I enjoy that. Um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but uh, for for an example, like there's one mission where you interrupt a drug deal. Yeah, and, I love that one. <laughs> and depending on like what you do, you know, certain people will or will not die. But yeah. then later in the game, like people come up and start asking you about some of the people involved, or like, did you see anything? Stuff like that, and that, and that that's a lot of fun. Like that's a lot of intrigue. It's very exciting. It's a lot of intrigue, and like I just love that mission in general because it's like so 1950s. I have like, like three groups of people trying to kill me because of that stupid quest. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just have trigger men that pop up randomly, like you're going to die. <laughs> did you tell? Did you tell? Um, did you tell what's his face's dad that you that you killed his son and that he? I told it? everyone the truth. <laughs> and I'm, and well, that's like, what you get. And I could pay him off, but I'm not giving that fucker caps. I apologize, and he was like, "Okay, I guess that's fine." My son was a shit anyway. I just I think, lied to him. He was like, "Okay, someone else must have done it." I think probably the first time I I really started having like a lot of fun because obviously the landscape and everything is so dreary. Which I mean, it's a Fallout game, so I, I don't I can't really fault it for that. But it doesn't but have this, it doesn't like have to be. I've seen yeah. mods that made a pretty Fallout it, world. It feels but, a lot more barren but, than like New Vegas did too. It really like, does. You're, you're yeah. always coming across enemies, and I feel like in New Vegas there was like you know it at least felt like there was like a sixty forty split, and like oh well I, I'm more likely to run into a friendly person. And that was a that was a huge mm. problem for me. Like I want I want to I want to hear Jason's point, but the the huge problem yeah. for me with the opening hours was that there's a, no one else around. After you meet the Minutemen, that's it for a long time. Uh, yeah, I well, like, I, my my only point was just that um, Raiders. I got to this point where I was just exploring. I hadn't even gone to Diamond City. I probably sunk like ten hours into my character. Hadn't even touched Diamond City because. I just wanted to get like the sort of raw experience of just exploring and doing my own thing and seeing how viable that was. But um, I don't even remember where it is now. But at some point, you come up to this giant like crashed ship that has like jet engines on the back of it, and it's manned by all these robots that think they're pirates or something. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the first point where I sort of felt like, oh, this is like I just ran into something that's interesting and it's funny and now I'm sort of enjoying myself and I could yeah. get wrapped up in this quest line just just taking I, orders from this giant robot with like a, a frilly pirate hat on. Oh man. <laughs> see, see nothing like that has like really happened to me yet. Yeah, it, it happened it happened a lot in um in Fallout 3 in New Vegas where you could just wander around and then stumble upon something super cool. Uh Fallout 4 that never happened. Everything I was just kind of led to that I really liked. Jared and I were discussing this the other day, and I think actually even Fallout 3 is kind of guilty of this. Like, it's just kind of well, actually that's not true. I think now that I've uh, now that I'm into like the the main city area, I don't think Fallout 4 is as guilty. But like when there's not a lot of like cities or places where people are, like Fallout isn't a whole lot of fun just to wander from like burnt out factory to burnt out factory, killing raiders, ghouls, or the occasional deathclaw. Like you need. You need those interactions with people, like you need those colorful characters, be it mm-hmm. the Minutemen or, um, I mean, New Vegas was all. But it was definitely characters. much worse in that sense. And I mean, I, but even right. then, I can think but of see, still see, some see, big, uh, like some big stuff in three. Like there's the guy who's a tree, and you can decide whether or not to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like I, I feel like I still haven't really run into that yet. Like I haven't found exactly. something. It's gonna take you a while longer, but it definitely starts picking up. Like I haven't experienced all of it, but. I felt the same way. I'm like, man, this is just kind of dull. But and then I, I, you, you cross the river, you get into 
Diamond City, you start doing some of the main quests, even like it, it gets good. Everything, and, everything is like kind of stuffed into the the opposite side of the map from where you start. Like once mm-hmm. you get to kind of the southeast area, that's when all the real interesting shit starts to happen. Mm-hmm. But in the northwest where they start, you it's just like so empty. But like even to to counter your point a little, like I I, I never got super deep into the early fallouts. I never finished them. Um, I played them, but I didn't finish them. Like one but, and two or three? One and two. But ah, okay. Three was my first one. But with three, I could tell you, like, I came out of um, I came out of the vault, and right away I was meeting, like, interesting people left and right. Like, it's not long until you get to Megaton. And then you can go to Tenpenny Towers because he tells you where it is. And I ran into, like, the cannibals, and they're like, we want to do this shit and all that kind of stuff. And I just had those, like, super interesting interactions that mm-hmm. made me want to explore the world. And Fallout 4 doesn't have anything like that when you first exit the ball. The, the interactions like, with the Minutemen from the start is really, it seems really tame and sort of boring. Like, where is this yeah. going and why do I care? And I'm a settler. It even know those raiders. It even yeah. kind of would have been nicer if you had had, like, the option of siding with the raiders. Like, not make them raiders, but basically, like, come across first thing, like, two factions going at each other and having to kind of start picking a path one way or the other. I don't know. I mean, that would have been more just like a nice little teaser where you get to kind of pick sides in a conflict. Like that's that's a lot of what, what's fun in Fallout is doing that. There is that though, and it happens so late, and it's mm-hmm. like so confusing as to how it's happening and when it's happening. I've been very paranoid about the factions in this game. So the Minutemen are actually are a faction, um, and you don't really get a choice as to whether or not you join them because that's kind of like the mm-hmm. neutral default choice. Um, you run into the Brotherhood eventually, which counts as another faction, uh, and then there are two others. I am going to spoil one of them because I want to talk about them. Uh, they're called the Railroad, and I won't tell you what the Railroad does. But they build railroads, duh. Yeah, yeah, duh, they build railroads. Are people going to uh, choo-choo trains? <laughs> <laughs> so the so the Railroad, I, you know, the the weird thing about joining the Brotherhood is I they're like, hey, do you want to join us? I'm like, sure, but I didn't know that was like an actual choice and that I'm, I'm choosing. Luckily, that's not like where your final loyalty lies. Like there's another choice late in the game uh, where you're going to be asked to draw lines. But like from the start, they're just kind of like, hey, do you want to join us? I'm like, sure, whatever. I make the railroad later on and they're like, oh, by the way, we hate the Brotherhood. You can't play with them um, if you want to play with us. Hmm. The railroad now, on the other hand... Um, I find them really cool because they have a couple of things going on for them that aren't necessarily Fallout, but they're very similar to the drug deal quest where um, where it feels very much like something straight out of the era. Like they feel like a radical uh, 60s left-wing group, and they have a lot of like the 60s Ian Fleming, James Bond stuff going on with them. There's some cloak and dagger stuff they do, which is quite a bit of fun. It's just a lot of fun. So I, I'm really enjoying them as a faction. And I think between Diamond City Blues, which is the drug deal quest, and their opening quest called Tradecraft, um, those are the two quests that really grab me in this game. And those are like two of the coolest quests that I've seen out of all of Fallout 4. Um, I think I think Tradecraft is definitely one of my favorite quests out of the game. Um, uh, but it's it's like... So there are factions. It's just really, really weird how they do it because it seems like a split kind of between uh, what we learned in New Vegas and Skyrim. And it seems like Bethesda is trying to make that work and it just doesn't really work. It just kind of feels awkward and weird and 
you don't quite know who you're portraying when, and you have to kind of be on your toes when picking your factions. I haven't gotten into it too much, but, like, do we really need factions again? Can't I just be, like, a guy who does stuff? I'd rather, I've got I'd rather have something than than nothing. Uh, if, if anything, my problem is the factions take so long to materialize. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I guess I guess I'd rather it be, like, Skyrim, where I was just free to join everyone and get their cool stuff and, yeah, and not like worry that. about it. That seems like more fun. Well, I mean, I know they're trying to do a more narrative-driven experience, so hopefully it culminates into something meaningful, but... but it, like, it, they're trying to be... They're trying to be the problem is that Bethesda has always been very bad at yeah. the part, narrative part. I, I, I don't think, think I've ever finished uh, uh, never a single um, Elder Scrolls game. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I always have, like... 500 hours on each of them and I explore the whole map and but you just couldn't be bothered to like I, go like, kill that last dragon like, whatever, in heaven why no I, I know what Lucio is talking about I've never completed Oblivion never finished Morrowind I finished Skyrim by forcing myself and crying all the way through the main <laughs> quest but man it was hard really I thought the main quest was pretty cool in Skyrim like it's, it's not like, gonna win uh, an award yeah, anytime soon speak. but yeah, I, I, I definitely like 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 I definitely like Skyrim and and um, Fallout 3's main quest a lot more than I'm enjoying Fallout 4's main quest. But but Skyrim's main quest was sort of like they're like yeah you have to eat your vegetables before you get to play with your toys because I just wanted more shouts <laughs> right. But they're like mm-hmm. now you have to get now you have to get involved in this stupid like battle between two different sides and it's like uh, okay, and see, see, that's, the, that's, the, that, that's that's what i was getting at because i feel like fallout 4 even more so than skyrim does that in turn but only see the difference between skyrim and fallout 4 is with skyrim at least you were dealing with like these two groups that you could make an objective decision about or you, you didn't have to join any of them right. um even though that choice was a little more opaque but all of the guilds and stuff, you can still join them. In Fallout 4, it feels more like the guilds are the factions this time um, that you have to choose to, to join and fight with. And that just, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel fun because it, it really feels like restrictive. Like from, it feels restrictive from a gameplay perspective because at some point you're going to be locked out of at least two, if not three of the factions. Um, and it feels restrictive from like a roleplay perspective because in Skyrim, um, I could join like the Thieves Guild and the um, Companions and the Mages College and then not join the Assassins group and call myself a good character. But in Fallout 4, you know, I don't have that option to pick and choose. I have to choose I mean, one if, and if, keep going. If you're really kind of, if, you, if that's sort of a big point, that having like sort of that role play aspect, one thing that I think kind of helps with that, even though it is really mostly visual, is the ability to be able to go up to any one of your settlers and equip them with anything you want. So if you really want, you can sort of dress the entire town out, like looking like they're raiders or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What so, I mean, it is visual only, but yeah, I, well, I need I, something. So, 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 so just, to, so what I feel fallout Four is trying to do is I feel like fallout Four is trying to repeat, what Obsidian was able to do with New Vegas, and I just don't think it's working out for Fallout 4. It does feel like it's a holdover from from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in, in New Vegas, I was pretty fine with it, because it was like, oh, you upset Caesar's Legion. That's fine. Like, no big deal. 
but in this, but in this one, they're like, actually good at it too. In this one, they're like cool groups, and you're like, oh, I wish I could hang out with everybody. But in, in New Vegas, it's like I don't mind that I pissed off those guys. They're kind of assholes. <laughs> oh, the Legion was great. Um, I, the Kaiser. I do want to mention that while I while I do only have you know like probably five or six hours, maybe a little bit more than that of game time. Uh, I did watch my wife play it for a probably about an equal amount of time. And, I mean, first of all, it's interesting to see how she plays it in an entirely different way uh, than I would play it. That is to say that she pretty much is dead set on picking up everything. And, <laughs> and she everything, every desk fan, anything. And then oh, she, so she's like me. And then she goes and she stuffs yeah, it all true. into this one dresser in Sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you do it. I can't believe how much resources she has. She she's yeah. played for hours. She just barely met the Minutemen, and she has like <laughs> she has so much stuff. This is a good segue no. into one thing I wanted to talk about. You know, um, when they were showing off the game before they were showing off, um, like before the game came out, they were showing off the town creation and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed off that um, that Vault Boy like pixel art light show or whatever they had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like. I felt like that was a little misleading. I mean, I, I know that they probably cheated to make that because whatever, it's not like they have to play the game. They can just dress a bunch of shit up however they want <laughs> to show it off. But I was looking at that. I was like, oh, cool. I want to make something like that. And then after playing the game, I went back and I looked at that image and I was, started counting all the pixels. And I said, oh, there's 301 squares there. That's 301 pieces of copper. And I have to run a wire between each of them. So that's another uh, 300 pieces of copper. Um, and then I need a terminal to hook up to all that so that I can change the color of the lights. And then I need, oh no, I need 63 medium generators to just, to, just to work those lights. Yeah. I'm like this. And I would, I would comment so that I, I built a floodlight and that felt like a huge achievement. <laughs> Some people are really dedicated to that shit though. Like I, I, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have seen, um, the the glowing penis the giant dick yeah <laughs> I had to um, spend all week making a sign that just said fuck you so I <laughs> and this so was like I, a, I, this was a project for him like oh he yes. didn't just do it on the on the side it was That's what I, he spent his time doing my big project was just my low rise apartment I'm pretty proud of that <laughs> I haven't um, even touched the the like I just did the quest that was it it's how such, is everybody it's finding such, the community builder like yeah. trying to make yeah. a corner. Well, listen, I okay. You're having trouble building corners. I had trouble building corners. I found something out. Changed my life. It'll change your life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my when, life you, when you go into the floors, uh, I think the wooden floors. There's only mm-hmm. one floor there that matters. The only floor you okay. should ever use. It is the one with a huge concrete slab. It's a foundation with wood on top. Mm-hmm. Now you first build that, sinking in the concrete as far into the ground as you can until it looks about right and then you pop that down everything else now snaps to that concrete foundation including other no, foundations that's, that's actually really good to know so you build a foundation out of the concrete and then the walls will actually snap to the edges of the foundation and you can actually build corners that way like you would want like you would want see but even even like even with like just my my low rise apartment i got to the cuz it has a really like I, I i knew there was a build limit but it was a lot shorter than I wanted. So I only got like, I think some like four or five stories out of my apartment and I wanted more, at least one or two more. Um, and I decided but, to, to wall off the roof with a fence so you could go out the roof and enjoy the sun and all that kind of stuff. 
And so I have the I have the corner. What kind of New Yorker are you? I I have the corner snap onto the roof. And when you come down from the building and look at it, like from the street, that wire fence is just like hanging all off the roof, Ben, and just clipping into shit. And just like, it just looks so fucking weird and, and, and fucked up. And it's like, ugh. I'm having a really hard time, like when I build a second floor, getting it to connect to the first floor. I've just got yeah. a, I, that one. I actually floating got the second for. floor that's like held up entirely by a, a set of stairs. The trick with that, that, that one, is that one I actually have to answer for. Oh yeah, um, because I mean the other need... answer would be to to build it right from the start with using the the, the concrete at the bottom. But right, but 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 for me because, because just don't I do found a out, bad job, you idiot. Dummy. I, I, I had I had Michael's problem, but um, uh, with one of my floors, and I realized there are two different floors for like setting up a roof that's connected to like a bottom floor. Yeah. Um, so it's called it's the upper shack floor that you want. Yeah. Okay. And you snap that on, and it'll like it'll erase that weird floating seam that you get with the other floors. It's the floor ceiling combo, basically. Yeah. So you so you'd also use that for building your like that building that ceiling is also your second floor. So yeah, based pretty much. I do okay, okay. I do want to comment that watching uh, watching my wife play this game. One of the things that really jumped out to me is what a colossally terrible job they have done with pretty much just introducing anything. Um, <laughs> this is this is very much like they're assuming like oh you love Fallout you've played them all and so like when when it's time to learn about vats it's literally like a tool tip that's like press L one to go into vats and that's it like hope mm-hmm. you f- hope you can figure that out and she doesn't fucking know what that is and so you know she goes into it and she's like oh cool I can look at stuff she didn't even know that you could shoot in it she's like I have no idea what what now. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's stuff like that. And then the, the settlement stuff, there are so many articles that you can go find online with a ton yeah. of controls and methods of placing things you have that, to. that completely change everything. Like, I have all these uh, cleaned up houses in Sanctuary that are just like, you know, you know, when you clear out the ruined house or whatever, it's just the gigantic mm-hmm. foundation. How the fuck do I build on that? Everything yeah. I build on that's like putting a new floor in there. And I, I mean, I <laughs> yep. just I can't even begin to explain how not right that, that's it where you put you can actually sink the foundation all the big thick concrete of the foundation you can actually sink that into the ground and use that as your you have to build a foundation I, I, on the foundation which sounds see I, I wish i knew that because that's something so i wish i knew that because there is one floor to my high rise that i just had to turn into like an open garden because <laughs> i cannot figure out how to like seal it all I've just I've just been figures. building the completed shacks and just had to be happy with that because I I just start so, building and it looks like shit and I'm like I don't even want to. <laughs> so so the, so the huge the huge thing is like just like Skyrim, um, there's very poor resource planning in Fallout 4. So I I play as a combination of, of like somewhere between your wife and Jason's playstyles. Um, because at first I would grab everything and it stacked up my resources, but now I've learned. There are very specific ones I need. So mm-hmm. I've learned like aluminum yeah. and copper. Those are the things I need all oh. my space for. I, I have to interrupt. Now, Jesus Christ. It's another thing they didn't explain. And I had to learn 20 hours into the game. When you go into uh, when you go into the build mode and something's grayed out because you don't have any of those things that you need. Like say you don't have any copper and it's it's sort of grayed out a bit. Mm-hmm. There's that there's something called tag search. And yes. I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. You hit the tag search. Oh, yeah. It puts a magnifying glass over, like, say, the copper. And then anytime you put your mouse or whatever over something that has copper oh in it, it shows God, the magnifying glass. 
Yeah, I, I wish I knew that that's because I, I I just memorized what I needed. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I did too. I was yeah. just like, oh, that's a desk fan that has one copper in it. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> Since um, there seems to be a lot of esoteric aspects to this, does anybody know, is there a way to go up to a settler and tell if they are currently assigned to something? Yes. <laughs> How do you do it? How do you do that? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say like, no. this, is, yes, this isn't yes a, a fucking no. podcast. This is an instruction manual. Listen, <laughs> yes, yes, and no. If if you can, if you can, okay. It, let's say you have uh, one of your settlers assigned to a garden, mm-hmm. and let's say you already know where that garden is. <laughs> if you are in the build mode and you put your mouse and you put your cursor over the settler, so you're looking at him and he's like lit up green. If anything, he's assigned to will also be lit up with like a green silhouette. Oh! Now yeah. the trick is, of course, you have to be looking in the same direction of okay. where he's yeah, assigned. Yeah, you're right. I have seen that. Right. Yeah, that's I, the only I way. I really to know. hope they make a change there. In they the are. This whole thing's got to be patched. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it's it's very bad. I feel like they've patches? already made some changes to like some explanations, even in like some of the goods in the build mode. So I think I'm sure that'll get better. But man, it's just it's just so, hard to organize. Like I don't know what to do in a lot of the situations. So speaking of patches, I know in build mode, NPCs will freeze to stay out of your way. But now in Sanctuary, every single time I enter, the NPCs will just like stand around in like the field of watermelon they have, and they'll just look up at the sky. Um, <laughs> nice. Like that, like, that, like that scene out of the Faculty, you know, when they're when it's raining on them and they're absorbing the rain into their parasites and all that. Have shit. they have they started uh, walking backwards yet? Because that's gonna be they pretty. They, tight. they don't walk backwards, but but like my settlers and my companions, they would just all stand in one spot, sometimes in like a semicircle, and they would just stand there and look up at the sky, and they'll do this for like a good long time before anyone. Moves. <laughs> they're they're yearning for the freedom, Jay. And and it's like it's like the creepiest shit ever. It's just we like are slaves of sanctuary hills. <laughs> so, um, has anybody encountered like a gigantic bug yet? Because I haven't really found anything too crazy. Has anybody found something like funny that happened? Or oh, I, I mean, aside from the fact that it stops talking and the dialogue keeps going, that's that not could... funny. I don't know that I've had a bunny bug, but I've definitely had like nonstop bugs from the start of this game until the very last. I've turned it off. He's been it's pro like nonstop. Best game ever. So how about this? How about this? How about has who has the companion Deacon? Not yet, but I. I mean, I have him, but I haven't worked with him. I still I have. I have, I have Deacon, stuff. and Deacon has this thing where he'll always like his thing is to always change his clothes. So that's not a glitch. What I'm pretty sure is a glitch is the fact Deacon no longer changes his clothes and he just walks around everywhere in his underwear. <laughs> Did you take his clothes off? I didn't take anything off, so he uh, has everything. Uh, so I he's naked just, he's just walking around in the buff for like no reason. <laughs> Doug knows nice, how to party. Nice, Doug. What deserve to be punished? I, I did. Um, <laughs> I did want to make sure uh, that I that I mentioned one more thing. Uh, about watching my wife play because I have to make sure everyone knows I'm married. If you guys didn't know, I did. Yeah. I did get married. Um, These ladies, man, you can get some. Did she? So part of watching her play and and her her method means that she's literally going like door to door. Like she starts in the back of sanctuary and then moves forward, and so she's literally just taking this game one door at a time. And she gets to Concord and she starts her method and she's going down the side. And like I can hear fucking gunfire in the distance, and I'm like, <laughs> go over there. There's a fun fight happening. And she's just like, nope, gotta go in this building. And so she goes miss- in. 
I agree with her. Like when I hear when I hear gunfire in that game, I just avoid it. I'm like, what direction is it coming from? So I can go in another direction. There's gonna be too many guys. I just gotta keep doing what I'm doing. So so Jason mentioned finding like the the plane with the the robots on it, and that's pretty cool. And one of the things that she found that I never would have seen had I not been watching her bizarre method is she went into this one building and uh, in Concord, and while scavenging it out, she goes into this bathroom. And there's like six, not six. I think there's like three mannequins with machetes, and they're all they're all standing around a bathtub with a skeleton in it whose head has been cut off. And it's just, it's one. It's that it, when I saw that, I was like, oh man, this game's great. Like that. Yeah. I found the house that had like these mannequins on all the windows, just kind of looking creepily. Fallout Four. Yeah, I, was like, first time when I was approaching the house. I saw it. I was like, oh shit. I'm like. You better tell me if you're real, Fred. I was crawling yeah, exactly. in the woods at night, and I saw something in the fucking trees. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was in the middle of the woods. I see this horrifying figure in the trees. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's not moving. I turned my light on. It's a mannequin in the middle of the woods yeah, standing up against the tree. That. Why are there so yeah, many mannequins? I, I don't know. There's so many mannequins. I don't know. I think it's because of the scents, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, did you guys know the scents can hide as mannequins? There's actually a video of it that I that I found where they where they wind up shooting one of them, and I, yeah, I did show her. I showed her that the next day, and she was really freaked out <laughs> by just the very concept. <laughs> so, so does um, wife enjoy playing Fallout like no, the way she's doing? No, so uh, well, she's having fun, I think. But what's going to happen is she's going to get to the first like batch of feral ghouls, and then she's never going to play the game again. <laughs> uh, that was how the Fallout I'm surprised three experience she went. Them already because there are so many feral oh, ghouls. Dude, she, it's going to be hours. It's going to be hours before well, she gets the there. She's going, yeah. Make it easy on her. Tell her to shoot them in the legs because for some reason their limbs are really crusty, and once they're down on the ground, they they can't get up. So, yeah, easiest way to deal with it. I want to. Wait, sorry about that. Um, (laughs) What do you want? What do you want? want want Because we're talking about cool shit. What do you really, really want? So I I I decided one night that I was just going to (laughs) go as far to the most to the least interesting location as far as to the southwest as possible. And at that point, I hadn't unlocked uh, the place that you're supposed to go later in the story, so I wasn't allowed to go there. But I ran into um, three rad stags. I had one albino rad stag, one rabbit rad stag, and then I had like a legendary black rad stag. Um, that like they they fucking crushed me the first time I tried to fight them. Right. But the second time, I found a suicide super mutant. And I was able to lure the suicide super mutant into the three rad stag, and the problem took care of itself. Mm. Um, and I there's an easier died. solution to that, Jay. Well, you just I, shoot I think... the black rad stag in the back. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I, my 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 solution my solution. Well, he complies. Is cooler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, I'll do whatever you say. I'm cool. I'm a cool rad stag. And then and then, and then you plant you plant uh, skittles on him. But anyway, you plant uh, jet. I, yeah, you, you just I dump got, a bunch I of got, jet everywhere. I got. <laughs> Jesus. Just pull his pants down and he'll fall over. I got, um, it was a rad stag in a hoodie. He doesn't belong in this neighborhood. Um, I got a, a, a piece of leather, uh, a, a leather leg that I converted into muffled shadow leather for my build. But the leg, what it does is once you get to 20% health, it slows down time. And that piece has been, like, such a fucking lifesaver. So it was a pretty cool thing to just, like, explore. But then I got one of, like, my sweetest pieces of gear from it. 
Um, so that was cool. And what I really like about this game, what I really like is they give you a lot of backstory of Boston before the bomb. So, like, I just found, I think it's pretty close to Sanctuary. I found, like, this cabin in the woods, and there's, like, a skeleton of a girl there. And you listen to the holotape, that's another thing, and she talks about how she ran away from home um, because her parents didn't approve of something she had done. And it's, like, just that, like, little capsule, that little time capsule of what happened to this girl before the bombs fell. There's a lot of stuff in there, uh, scattered throughout Fallout 4, that I like a lot. Like, I just love reading about um, oh, the yeah, I mean, stuff. When you go to the uh, that Red Rocket gas station, uh, if you yeah. go read the computer, they talk about how they're trying to, like, hide all their like nasty shit from like the inspections so they're they're dumping it all in the cave underneath i was i I said this on a previous podcast but i was really pleased with like that because i i was you know reading all the computers and stuff and i went down there and i found the fusion core and then later on i got to skip a bunch of a quest because i was diligent and found that and they got the fusion core yeah and it felt nice and there's, an, there's another quest like that. There's a there's um there's another quest where I, I raided like a comic shop. Of course, it's full of feral ghouls. Um, and I got um a costume for the superhero, the Silver Shroud. And I got a costume and I got a bunch of other Silver Shroud memorabilia. And I met a guy later on. He's like, hey, I really love Silver Shroud stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, I have that stuff. There you good, go. Good news. Here's some Silver Shroud stuff. <laughs> I, I, I do want to mention that I think that one thing that I will give to Fallout 4 is this feels very much like Boston. Like, the, they, they got a lot yeah. of people who have the right yeah. accents and the locations, way more than Fallout 3 felt like Washington, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can we all yeah. agree? I mean, of course, Washington doesn't have, like, that that classic, like, Chowda, you know? It doesn't have that guy. I can't do a Boston accent, but if anybody else wants no, to... That's perfect. You're good. I can, but that's all I can accent, say is just so Chowda. I can, I can just say, say Chowda. That's all they say. Yeah, Park is really like good. it has a lot of personality, um, which like it's easy. That's easy to do in Vegas when you can, you know, everything goes in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Trying to hit more of like a a little bit more precise, like doing Boston. Like I haven't been to Boston for a while, so perhaps my memory is failing me. But this feels like Boston. Like it feels like Boston. Yeah, like get, even even this is. I think this is why Diamond City Blues is the best quest because even that quest, just being on the waterfront and and all that shit, it's a very Boston type feeling quest. A lot of people don't know this, but there are actual ghouls just walking around Boston <laughs> right now. Yes. No, I know that. I noticed that. True, hundred percent factual. <laughs> Just um, you and you. But so yeah, I, 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 able, I think like been the, able to make chowder yet. Can no, you make? Chowder. Can you make chowder in the game? I, cool I don't. Chowder. I don't think so. And I feel like that's a sh- like that's not real. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what you. So. I'll tell you what you need to be making is um, vegetable starch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So much. Why? What? What's happening? Adhesive. Oh, adhesive. it's the unlimited adhesive trick or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys go back and get the cryolator? Did you? Did everybody do that thing? No, not yet. Not yet. I haven't put any points into lock picking. No, 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 no. You go in there with dog meat and you tell him to search for weapons, <laughs> and, and then he cheeses it through the fucking glass. Yep, yeah, I've heard he, about that. Yep, no. he pulls it right out of the case and brings it to you. It's like the best weapon uh, in the game. Meat. Well, if I was gonna do that, I can just use console commands to get whatever I want. So. No, it's fair. No, but dog meat. Only dog Dog meat is like hands down the most useful companion. If what? you if you did garbage. if you did the dagger He's blacksmithing garbage. in Skyrim, then you can do this too. It's the same shit. I get um, my things the old-fashioned way. I work hard for Dog meat gets in the way. I give him that, but at least he's not disagreeing with every fucking thing I do. Every time I see dog meat, he's stumbling trying to get up. So 
Dogmeat Dog also currently, uh, I think they're going to patch this, but right now he doesn't count as a companion. So if you pick the yeah. Lone Wanderer perk, you actually still get the buff as long as it's Dogmeat and not somebody else nice. who's coming with you. So I mean, I just like I just like Dogmeat because I can load up a bunch of shit. And like every time I'm unsure a quest is going to go my way, um, I just bring Dogmeat along. And I put a handsome the, scarf on him. The the the, <laughs> the best part the best part about uh about the other companions is if I send them to sanctuary and just do like a ton of shit I want around like that they like around sanctuary then they'll love you instantly like I haven't I haven't yeah. um uh like like Preston is in love with me uh um what's his face the 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 butler Godsworth is in love with me um. Curie is the only companion I, I kept dragging around, so so naturally she loves me. Deacon's in love with me. I haven't even done anything. Deacon's like just, hey, like, you're a pretty cool guy. Um, Piper, <laughs> Piper does not love me, but Piper can fuck off. I don't like Piper. Yeah, Piper's kind of why. She's concerned <laughs> about scoops. I gotta, I I do have to say that I can't bring dog meat with me. Like now that I have Piper, I'll probably just use her until I find someone else. Uh, be- wow. because be- because when dog meat barks, it makes my dogs bark, and it's driving me. <laughs> it is driving me fucking insane. So you can you can combat that by actually sneaking. Because when you sneak, dog meat also sneaks. Yeah, he sneaks too. I don't want to sneak. Oh, such a good. Um, well, you, well, you should be sneaking because you have a charisma build and you're squishy as shit. I no, I just like I like busting into places and just like you know, hey everybody, what's up? I got a lot of charisma. <laughs> I, I I regret I regret because there's so much in this game and that's too bad because it was like so great in New Vegas. Can we talk about what a huge fucking disappointment charisma is? Yeah, yes, let's yes. talk about so, I have a charisma build also. So like, like let me let me help let me let me start with like what I think is my pinnacle of charisma, which is the end of New Vegas where the bad guy shows up and I said go away and he did. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking great. And then like another guy shows up and he's like I'm mad at you but it's okay and I talked him out of fighting too and then he sassed me so I had him. Throw thrown off a dam that is <laughs> as good as it gets and so when yeah. i play this game and i find out that like the only thing i can do with charisma is try to get people to help me find sean um or ask for more money you can make mama more money. stop doing drugs and i and, and i did i did say well i've already given her quite a bit of drugs <laughs> well, never mind then i i i but this is what i did so, I so stopped, my, I my game has mama this Murphy. bug where people would just randomly teleport to like roofs Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what the I The first I got, time it happened, I, I was after I gave Mama Murphy jet. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, <laughs> no. Is the side effect of the jet? That was some Look good what jet. You've done, Lucio. So this is what I did. I got, I got, I got Mama Murphy off of chems. I got Mama Murphy off of chems, and then I made her run my chem shop in Sanctuary. Oh, man. That's... <laughs> That's hard. So, so basically, what you're saying right, so is go ahead. you don't We're want Jay as a sponsor. Like so you never put the the addict in charge of the. But so, of the so I put like I have like eight points in charisma. No, not eight. I probably yeah. have seven. I put a lot in charisma. Yeah, I, yeah. I get to Diamond City. I walk up to the mayor, and the mayor's like, "Oh, there's. We could probably help you find your son." And then for some reason, there's a speech check to ask him <laughs> specifically who could help. And I and I do it, and it's marked as easy, and and it fails, and he's like, it fails. "Oh, sorry, he's like, going. yeah, fuck off." So then I go to like the guard behind him, and he has a speech check to help. So I ask him, and it fails. And mm-hmm. uh, these are all easy speech checks. And I go to town. Easy. I ask the preacher who's like sweeping the street. I fail that speech check. I just can't get anyone to fucking tell me anything. Well, here's the problem. So, you it, didn't go hard so, enough, man. I, my charisma build is ten charisma straight out of the gate, and then I'm also wearing a pretty little hat that gives me plus two. 
and then I'm also wearing clothing that gives me plus two. In other words, I have no armor. I have no defenses. The only thing I can do is aim at things and tell them to stop attacking me. I, I really <laughs> And it works sometimes. I really do want that perk, but I have a feeling it's going to be like one of those things where it almost yeah, never Yeah, I thought about that part. Where I, it almost I started, never works. I started I all, all my all my Fallout builds are always pretty close to one another. Like I haven't really strayed too far since Fallout 3, so it's always some mix of like agility, charisma, um and depending on how I'm feeling, maybe intelligence, uh but I'm definitely wishing I put more into perception for my uh, stealth build this time. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, ha- I always have a high charisma, and I have a high charisma in this game. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, my charisma is either 7 or 8, and I'm failing everything. And I, I will put on, like, when I think I have to pass a lot of uh, speech checks, I'll put on, like, the red dress and the black hat. And on top of that, I'll take grape mentat. So I have a grape mentats addiction. I'm addicted to all mentats, but I'm addicted to grape especially. <laughs> Um, because that's, that's supposed right. to boost your yeah is, yeah. Is that actually an in-game thing or is it just like a personal choice? <laughs> it's an in-game thing. So, it's so it's so Jay's role playing. Yeah. The, the the great mentats are what you use if you want to raise charisma specifically. Right, because mentats um, usually do intelligence. Um, so if so, the great mentats are the hub flower whiskey and mentats, and this I memorized too because I need them so fucking much. So I have the great mentats. I have the red dress. I have the black hat. Um. And I have my high charisma build, and I still fucking fail shit. And you know what? What caused me to stop failing checks? Uh, not doing them anymore. Power armor. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, and that's I, I, it's I pretty persuasive it, my, when the power armor guy is like, "Please help I, I, I me find my son." <laughs> I painted my power armor all in Baltic blue, which raises the charisma rating. And every time I put that power armor on, and I go in and I do a speech check, it's like, "Oh yeah, no problem. You pass." That's weird. I've, I've passed all of my red charisma checks so far. I've never failed one. I wonder if this is just like your lucky, like, you, I, you know, it's not actually doing oh, anything. Oh, dude, you know what it is? Not only what? is it, not only do I have a charisma build, I have a charisma and luck build. This is like a dumb, like, happy-go-lucky person that Are I you, built, basically. Do you have that ricochet perk? Because that perk sounds awesome. No, but I really want that. I, I do have the, uh, what is it called, the idiot savant one. So that one's basically, pretty great, too. I get XP for doing nothing. <laughs> and every time you get XP through Idiot Savant, your character goes. Does he really? Yeah, so it does a, every single time. So I have a question. I have a question. Does like the game actually respond to your low intelligence? I don't think so. No, because uh, then it see, would that's, be good. That's what bums me out. Yeah, no, that's actually, an obsidian that, thing. Not that reminds me of of another point I had that's kind of related to charisma. Is mm-hmm. like in New Vegas and stuff. If you had a certain amount of intelligence or a certain amount of strength, you would have those kind of checks as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And those are just non-existent. Well, that's because we—that's because we can't fit them on the four face buttons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. My 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 biggest problem with like the speech checks in this game is that a lot of them simply result to result to you asking for more money, and it's like every single companion has a problem with you asking for money. <laughs> That's because oh, yeah. it's that's because it's sleazy. Hagglers but, are sleazy. But these guys, but these guys don't care. Like these same companions don't care if you steal. They don't care if well, you pick locks. They don't care if you what? murder. Like Deacon doesn't care if you steal. You can steal in front of Deacon's face, and he's like, "Oh, I guess it's ours now." But you ask someone for more money, and Deacon's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Well, let, let's be but fair. I've done some pretty. Quest I've done where you're supposed to jump shit. into a puddle. Yeah. If you dare ask for money for jumping into the irradiated water and taking rat damage for like ten minutes. Like, they get mad. I can I, understand, though. I've done some heinous shit with my charisma character. Um, <laughs> I, I went to that one vault that's actually, like, up and running, and there's actually people in it. Yeah. Um, th- that little girl, she loses her cat. 
Yeah. And I start haggling with her on like what she's going <laughs> to give me to get her cat back. Now, here's the thing. You did you that. Can, I did that. I did it all the way to the very end. I scooped <laughs> to the bottom of the barrel. She gave you me monster. she gave me the silver locket her dead mother gave to her. Oh my and god. I took that's it. horrible. I took that's that in horrible. exchange for her cat. Okay, some of them like it. Some of them like it. Like the, ba- ba- like the baseball Preston guy. Hated. Like the baseball, like the baseball guy, cool, like man. give me more money, and he's like, "I love your moxie." Okay, you got it. I'll give you more money. Um, so not all of them hate it. Just a lot of them hate it. To be fair, anyone would hate what I did, but you know, uh, right? <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I kind of hate you totally now. <laughs> I feel kind of bad because I like don't have a charisma build, and I keep winning on a bunch of red checks. Oh yeah, go fuck yourself. That's super. <laughs> That's super uncool. I bet so maybe, probably maybe plays like just, I'm so charismatic it, naturally that it just comes through in the way. It I just, it just seeps through it, in the it game. It could be, you know, it could be like it's. It could be like the Skyrim patch where the um, uh, what's his face, the um, uh, the Nord, their resistance is like just simply disappeared <laughs> in one of the patches. So charisma might not actually work in Fallout Four. Wouldn't surprise me. I, I feel like I, I was like borderline. I pretty much had to suck a dick to find out where Nick Valentine's <laughs> office was. Like, just, you know, it's not going great. And actually, I just think, and I've said this before, I think that speech in general in this game is probably what is my biggest disappointment. Mm. Um, there's well, you know, not enough people fallout, to talk to, and there's not enough things to say. In the other Fallout yeah. games, because they had the list of things that you could say, there was always like. It was like you'd get these sort of interesting surprise things that you could say just based on your stats. Like, oh, you're really intelligent, so you can say yeah. this. Or, oh, you're good at science, so you can say this. Yeah, um, I missed There was that. only one that. part in Fallout 4 where I managed to actually sort of recapture that, which is when I was on that pirate ship with the robots. Yeah. They, like, mm-hmm. wanted me to fix something. And when you go up to it, because obviously you don't talk to circuit boards, uh, they give you four options. And they give you options based on, like, your skills on how you want to fix the circuit board. And oh, that's I was like, nice. Oh, I wish they could do that for everything in this game. But it, it's I, only I, happened I, one I, time. Yeah, I think the, the one time. I think the, railroad, I think the railroad allows you a nickname based on your skills. Because <laughs> I was able to pick um, um, Charmer. I actually reloaded and went with <laughs> Professor. But I was able to pick Charmer. I'm like, oh, yeah, you silver tongued devil. That fits you perfectly. We'll name you Charmer. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's rare. You don't you don't run into it at all, like you did in New Vegas. I still um, I mean, still got a lot of the story to play through, but I think they're trying more to drive an experience based on a story, basically that they're telling, which can be a, a lot story. of fun. Boo! <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that, that shit. Does, well, I, I think that can be a lot of fun, nature, but that is not what I play Fallout for. Right, and right. it's not a good story. It's just not a good story. It's like it's like it's, I, I don't know about everyone else, but to me, the story is super predictable where things are going, and not just from it's like, a Bethesda story. Not just from like it's, a general story well, standpoint, but from a Bethesda standpoint because they love doing this shit where <laughs> your where your protagonist is intricately tied in some fashion to the main antagonist, whether it's by fate or by genetics or whatever. Um, so I know, like, I kind of know where it's going. And it's oh like, my like god, said, Sean's it's... the bad guy! <laughs> <laughs> I would told already, you already, Sean's... It didn't even Sean occur to me father. until just now. Son, yeah. I, I believe you. I don't think uh, it's bad yet. I mean, it's kind of, it's not, like, it's especially exciting. It's just, I don't play Fallout for this kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be, like, the weird loner who has no friends... Who like convinces people to take drugs and kill themselves and like yeah. steal from their loved ones and it's just like in real life. Hey, I, I can I can tell you I can tell you like like <laughs> Diamond City Blues 
feels was a little out of place because it, between before that moment, you're kind of encouraged to um, help a lot of the drug addicts out. So, like, there, if you go to Vault 81, you're encouraged to help out the drug addict there. If you have Mama Murphy, Preston, and Gosworth dislike it whenever you give her drugs. Um, so it feels it feels like really like like you can definitely give them drugs. Like you can definitely help like like speed along their addiction. Um, but then you do Diamond City Blues, and here you are playing drug counselor the entire game, and the Diamond City Blues is like, oh, now you get all the drugs in the world to sell. Have fun doing that. And it's like, but I've cured so many people of their there, addiction. Why there's, would also, I- there's also no good guy answer to any of that. It's like, so we're going to interrupt this drug deal and kill everybody and take their drugs, and your options are like, yeah, I want to do that, or it's like, eh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> there, there's no like, wait a minute, this is wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you. It's just like for a lot of the game, you're a you're a parent searching for their kid, and you're lost in this new world. And then suddenly, you're like some kind of Gotham City drug kingpin. Did you? Did you? Did anybody else notice that this is, this game doesn't have like a famous person in it? Because you know, in, in Oblivion, we had Patrick Stewart. And in uh, in Fallout uh, Three, we had Liam Neeson, and in New Vegas, we had Matthew Perry. Where's our famous person? Oh, dog meat! It's the dog. It, it, is dog it's, meat Vin it's, Diesel? It's, is that what happened? No, no, it's Ashley Burke. <laughs> is, is she Ashley? Ashley Burke is your famous person. Is she in it? Who is that? Oh, you haven't noticed? No, who is she? Is she's she dog all over. meat? She she's a couple of characters. She's um, she's the um. I think there's a brother of the druggie in Vault 81. I think there's a druggie. She's credited with three things. She's Tina DeLuca, Rowdy, Tina DeLuca. and so that's the That's, the, that's the, um, the drug addict. And then there's um, uh, there's one of the... Oh, my God. What the fuck do you call them? One of the um, sales people, the wanderers that sell, run around and sell drugs. Whatever. She's in it. Ashley Burch is in it. That's as famous as you're going to get. I don't, you know, what about Danny Shirago? Oh, wait. Fucking Winnie the Pooh's in it. Never mind. Jim Jim Cummings, Winnie the Pooh. He's in the fucking game. Give him a Stephen Stephen Bloom's in it. And Stephen Bloom's in everything. That's not the, the Vulcan from Voyager. Yeah. Does, um, so, does anybody miss so, so some how about the standbys how about from Fallout uh, Three and uh, New Vegas? Like, it's no. annoying in those games because they only have like three voice actors. But that's what I was. I was happy that I didn't recognize any voices. I was going to say this. Or. This cast is huge. Like I'm. I, I kind of miss it, Cliff Briscoe. It's, it's like, gigantic. Oh, there. There's one voice I've been I've recognized over and over again, but I can't pin down who it is because he does a lot of voiceover acting, and so oh, I can't. I can't. It's Stephen Bloom, I think, is what you're thinking. Yeah, I think of. That's yeah, right. it's Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, because Spike, Spike's all over us, and Spike's in everything. So how about this? I, I think I'm the only one um, playing the wife who is. No, I'm playing the wife. Oh, you're playing my, the wife. My, my so, charisma so, build is the wife. Okay, so so here's the really weird thing about the wife. Um, she's, as we all know, she's like a recent mother and, um, in her backstory is she went to law school. So she's either a law student or she's a lawyer. And then she just comes out and just starts like slaughtering everything. Uh, as lawyers do. do. So this is the weird, this is the thing about, about, um, the female, when you start playing as her, her voice is nice and all this kind of stuff. But like halfway into the game, I noticed she just starts sounding bored with her lines. 
Well, I, I mean, like she just didn't played. want to report in. I was I was saying this earlier when when they were talking about making this game like at E three, they were talking about like how they had these two voice actors that they basically contracted with for years, and yeah. so I mean these guys she, came you, in. You, you can hear, you can hear it like she definitely started sounding. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know which how you. Close to I don't know how you don't get a little fatigued about her. <laughs> and there's got to be so much stuff where they had her say things, but they didn't like know what the context was going to be yet. They're like, I just know I'm going to need you to say tree, so go ahead and say it. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. I guess I kind of noticed that when I was playing as, as a male character um, at the very beginning of the game when your wife gets shot and then you get frozen again, you come back out and uh, his acting is like, it kind of like shocked me for a second because he's like he's really freaking out about his wife being dead in the cryo tube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, as opposed to playing as the female character, she seemed like more like, oh no, like, oh, she, man. she was she wasn't really that broken up about she, it. She rolled up to Codsworth and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Where's your husband?" She's like, "Ah, he'll turn up." <laughs> yeah, you know him. He's. That, that old codger, who knows? That's not what my friends were doing on Facebook, and I really regretted getting married, so this is actually kind of a boon for me. <laughs> Check my cell phone and my baby was gone. I mean, really, um, yeah, there I, you go. I, you get to start have people fresh. Done, have people done memory den yet? Yeah. Is that a question? I, I don't know if that's one. that one's kind of spoilery, but... It was kind it's of kind dumb of spo- to me. Well, it, it, it's kind of it doesn't really show you that much. Like the 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 rivalry with Kellogg is so forced in the game. Like they there's like only one mission where you really interact with them and they act like you're supposed to care so much. And I just don't give a shit. I just wanted it over with. They yeah, it would have been yeah, more effective if you actually you know fought him a few more times. Yeah, yeah like if he, if he had yeah, a uh, if he had like a Doctor Robotnik like hovercraft and he just came down and like taunted well, you every now and then. You know, well, you know. Alduin's a great example because like I felt like Take I know people GI weren't thrilled by Skyrim's. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know people weren't thrilled with Skyrim's story, but Alduin was effective because he at least kept showing up. You know, Kellogg he shows up once in the beginning, and then the next time he shows up, you're supposed to kill him, and that's it. Um, so, so it would have actually been more effective if Memory Den came somehow came before the mission where you had to kill Gellog. Um, yeah, I just it, sat there. They spent a long time on that for like a character who doesn't feel terribly consequential. Like, I, I yeah. get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make. I think what I've noticed throughout a lot of the game so far is they're trying to add a more human element to the wastelands. Like, these are the stories of people living in this horrible situation. Right, and it works on a lot of them, but I, I don't think that was one of them. Yeah, I don't think so. Also, because um, and this is kind of a spoiler, but I, I just got to get out there. It ends with teleportation, and that's just fucking yeah. Super. It is it, that that disappointed me. I thought it was like it was it was a super big disappointment. But my 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 point with the memory den is basically I got a little a little distracted by Kellogg because I think he was poorly done. Um, but my point with the memory den is <laughs> uh, singing doing six six shit. I just sat there and I watched my husband die over and over and over again um just so i could remember why in the game i was invested in doing any of this <laughs> <laughs> that's j for you i guess i like i, I like the setup in theory of the game like it i, like re- I really do like family the... and they take it away from you but they didn't really spend a lot of time building up like why i care about the family like aside from just the yeah implied, I, I really enjoy family. i really enjoy like the encino man aspect and i feel like it's kind of squandered like you show up and you're like i'm 200 years old and they're like okay <laughs> you know like it's never really seems maybe it gets really important later i am i'm not very far but. I, mean, I think it's in a world Kinda. where that's maybe not so unbelievable yeah i mean you're talking it, it, about a war where there's like it's it gets mentioned. full of crazy shit all over the country <laughs> 
it gets mentioned. There's that. I mean, I, you've been to Diamond City, so when Piper runs the story, I thought that was cool. Oh, mm-hmm. Piper running the story on you. I would. Yeah. I would also comment. I'm rather disappointed with Diamond City um, because I know it's going to be the biggest city, and it's not very big. Yeah, yeah. it's not very big, uh, and that's kind of a bummer for me. It feels I, like um, uh, White Run. Yeah, and, and that's what I, I, I think. White Run's bigger, I think, than Diamond City. Probably uh, by, right. by a little bit. Um, I think Diamond City is denser. And I mean, like that's how we've been going. Like I, I know that you know Oblivion's capital city is like huge, and it didn't really matter that much. Like it wasn't really good because it, of it. It was so fucking I, annoying, not, actually. Because I'm not saying I need a giant city. Lower screens between districts. <laughs> for yeah. a game that already has so few settlements, I'm disappointed yeah. that like the biggest one isn't even very big. So okay. yeah. it's a big city. I want to talk about okay. something else um, over here. Go for it. Um, do you guys know what Project Nevada is? In the game, or like, is that a real thing? It's a mod. It's a mod for New Vegas. Oh no, what? I don't know what it is. So Project Nevada is, is a basically major overhaul that Mars did, where they added a bunch of shit to New Vegas. They added a sprint button. They added a hotkey for grenades. They added a special like um, interface for. The power armors, um, just a bunch of shit that I've seen now that it, it kind of feels like Fallout 4 just like added Project Nevada to Fallout 3. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Set it in I agree. It, it feels like, like Fallout 4 with Project Nevada. It feels like, you know, World of Warcraft did a very similar thing where they started taking player add-ons and implemented them in the game. And it feels like, and, you know, we know Bethesda pays attention to the mods and we know a city and then all that also paid attention to the mods so i it doesn't surprise me that like uh and you know a lot of stuff is better like it's it's like it's like it's it is better because of it um i i I wanted like this is slightly off topic but i don't know if people do like a lot of um but that's the mods in general um or people do like a lot of like like fallout and elder scroll mods but when once i get like bored with the game you know me yeah, I'd be like, you're a monster. So we don't <laughs> talk about that. But um, no shame. Lucio's <laughs> games can't even boot up anymore after like the well, first actually, month. Actually, I did that to my um, my new Vegas, my old PC. I modded it so much that it just wouldn't. It, it couldn't run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I played. Now that I, I have a new PC, I can go really crazy. I I, I played a new Vegas mod called um called Project Brazil that. It's 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 kind of short. Like it, it just abruptly stops, and that's disappointing, um, because he's planning a big second part or something. But Project Brazil it's never coming out, man. Just, <laughs> Project Brazil is like four years old. Yeah, yeah. He he says it's going to come out too in 2016, but it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. But Project Brazil, just like from a lore standpoint, the story is like a thousand times better than Fallout 4, um, which is a little disappointing just because I, but you know, I guess that's how fanboys are. Sometimes fanboys aren't writing Sonic fanfiction all the time. Sometimes they're writing a story that's actually better than the guys that took it on. So, uh, and let me ask everybody this question. So I think fallout four is a success, but I think it's a success just by default because mm-hmm. nobody else made a fallout game this year. <laughs> um, would, would everyone agree with that? Like, I think we all, Obviously, we liked it. We were able to get together and discuss it, mm-hmm. and some of you guys have a ton of hours in there. But to a large degree, it seems as though, like I said, like it's just successful because it would have been successful just about no matter what they did. 
You know I, I mean? don't know. I, I, I was I was really hating on the game for a while until I hit like that twenty four hour mark. That's like that's Final Fantasy thirteen syndrome right there. That's that's <laughs> some bad shit. You finally yeah. got to buy Grand Pulse. So I I think we I think right now Michael's still slated to review it. The way that everybody stands right now, if you were to give it a score out of five, what would you give it? Jason, what would you give it? Um, <laughs> I love how nobody can really that's jump how, into that's this That's how one. I feel, Jason. That's how yeah. I feel. Well, it's... I don't know. I, I want to... Like, do we all feel pretty good about a four? Could we give it a four? Before, maybe a four after mods. Four, four, four is kind of like... No, mods don't come, man. Four, well. like, 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 it would be a very soft four. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not reviewing it for real. So it's it's it's. I guess it's a little better than a three. It's just like it's just, it just takes so nah. long for it to actually be enjoyable. Yeah, I think it has enough stuff that I feel comfortable with a four. But at the same time, like the fact that it takes so long before it gets to be fun, that's definitely a major <laughs> downside. So, so I want to make something clear. I think that everybody knows that I'm a huge follow-up fan, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I've spoken in the. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I've spoken yeah. in the podcast before about having played like. Brother who was thrilled three times because I thought it was going to be the last follow game ah. ever made. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Fallout Three is probably one of the. I think it's my least favorite of all the RPG ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like Fallout Four, but I think that in this case, Bethesda tried to kind of go the Bioware route with it, and I think that actually that didn't work as well for I it. I feel that. That's actually a great it, way I, to I phrase it, is like they took all they took a bunch of Bioware stuff and put it in there, and what they didn't mm-hmm. realize is that Bioware is a bunch of bullshit <laughs> that, that nobody that should be my, trying my, to emulate. And it's kind, kind of, of ironic because, because Bioware has been trying to emulate Skyrim for the past few games. Yeah. Disastrous results. That, that 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 that's kind of my my biggest point. Like like Fallout Four, I can feel a ton of other video games at work like behind the wheels there. So every idea they've and it feels like they've tried like a ton of ideas. But every idea they feel that they've implemented, I can point to another video game where they pulled that from. So like the the, the settlement thing is quite clearly from the recent trend of survival games and. Yeah. Um, I've already like I feel like there are a lot of Stalker and Metro and Walking Dead comparisons to be had in terms of how they handled the ghouls and the cities and all that kind of shit. And then and then of course Fireware is like the biggest influence, and that's obvious. I think. I mean, um, even like the Rat Storms, like you mentioned, Metro, uh, you know, yeah. Mad Max also mm-hmm. had a. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, and my my big problem is like it just doesn't. Fit well, and the and and the times I really enjoyed Fallout Four was when it was just being a Fallout title, you know, like like when I, the missions that felt kind of like the most Fallout or that felt like the most 1950s or 1960s, all that shit is what I've really enjoyed the most out of this game, and I, I and the other shit where they're trying other gameplay styles, I haven't really enjoyed that as much. Now what I'll say is this: I'll say as like a Fallout game, it's a very weak game. Um, just because of everything that they try and like, we didn't even talk about the perk system and I think the perk system is like just jacked up and it's, it's pretty messy. Like, it is um, really badly done. And there's so many oh, weird, like, like the crafting stuff appears in places I wouldn't expect it to. It, and... it appears in places you wouldn't expect it to. And it's the first time I've ever seen a video game tie your crafting to your levels like that. Like gun nut is in science. I would expect it to be in like, yeah, it's, it's is, so that, is that where it is? Is in science? It's yes. in science. So, but the blacksmith, yep. or yeah, yeah, intelligence, yeah. intelligence, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, so 
so all of that shit, um, where it's trying to be other video games, that doesn't work for me. All of this shit where you compare it to, like, New Vegas um, or other Fallout games, it doesn't work for me. But as a natural evolution of a Bethesda game, like, as the next logical step after Skyrim, I think it's very effective. Well, I think, I it's think it's it, like... I think we, you could argue that this is probably the most polished, just from most aspects, that a Bethesda game has ever been. Like, I remember I, I messaged Jay, like, on the first or second day. I was like, Jay, did you notice there's a jump animation? There's never been a jump animation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't, you don't just turn completely <laughs> stiff and sail into the air yeah. Yeah. for once. Yeah. <laughs> probably the first Bethesda game you can actually play in third person without it looking completely retarded. I think that's definitely true. And the real, the real bummer is this has been a smash success. And so whatever we got here that didn't work, I have a feeling it's going to keep heading in that direction. Well, like, wait, I, I want to say I hope we get the same trend we got with the 360 and the PS3, and I really hope hmm. they turn the reins to Obsidian once again. I, Actually, you know who I would like to see take on the, the next spinoff? Bioware. No, Inexa. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that'll never happen. But that would be no, it's not gonna happen because cool. they're they busy with their own like shit. But what did you I say? Would love to I see didn't Brian hear. Fargo take another stab at Fallout he, again. He wants, uh, he wants the Wasteland people to get a hold of it, yeah. and I'm sure. So why don't we just do Jared, two more games? City and Anik. I know, I know. I would. You don't get to leave your creation like Metal Gear Solid Six. They're not gonna be like, hey guys, after this one, let's give it to Kojima again. Just, just for but laughs. I, well, I, I, it's a little different, right? I don't think like Bethesda actively despises uh, <laughs> Let's face it, this I, game I, needs some Russian love. I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm with, interesting. I'm, I'm they gave it to like CD Projekt Red. And I would love, I would love to see what Obsidian does with Fallout Four. I want the New Vegas treatment on Fallout Four. I mean, if we're if yeah. we're doing Fantasy Fallout Five, then my vote goes to uh, Naughty Dog. Give it to Naughty Dog. You know, actually, I, I really like the CD project. No, 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 no. PlayStation exclusive action oh, oh, oh. Fallout game. I, I, I want to see. You, you want. You basically want, want Uncharted what? Fallout. That's called The Last of Us. I just want every game to be Uncharted. <laughs> I, 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 I want I want Square Enix to do the next Fallout. Oh, fuck oh, you. Get off the, I'm hanging up on you. Where's this button? I, I like CD Project Red, actually, because Fallout, Sorry, like, like, Fallout was a very serious adult game. And while sequential Fallouts have. Like they're certainly you know mature themes. Like they're getting a little more whitewashed every time. Like CD mm-hmm. Projekt Red. Like if there was a story about someone who like rapes and murders people, like they'd be all about that. So I'll tell you this. Business. I'll tell you this. If CD Projekt Red handled it, your companions would not give a shit if you asked for more money. Yeah, they would actually. It'd be set in Poland. It should be set in Poland. That might be kind of cool. I don't that know. That would be kind of cool. You know, uh, uh, here's the thing, and maybe this is a good follow-up question, which is we talked about score a little bit. Do you think this game would have been better received? I mean, like I said, it's been received greatly, but like, do you think you might be going a little easier on it? If say The Witcher Three hadn't come out this year and shown you just mm. how like great you can do this stuff. Yeah, that's a good. That's a great yeah, point. I, I, but I, I've kept my opinions of Witcher Three largely separate from Fallout Four. Like, but if I, if I were to talk about Witcher Three, then Witcher Three just did an astronomically better job on every level. Honestly, I haven't played the Witcher I Three, think, and Jay and I seem to be simpatico. So, yeah. Honestly, I think Westland Two was more of a an influence on my opinion mm, okay yeah and, and that makes sense because i think thematically of course it has way more in common 
with this game than The Witcher does. Like, to me, they're actually, they feel, uh, I hear a lot of people making the comparison of like, you know, Witcher 3 is so good and it makes Fallout 4 look bad, but I don't even really see them on the same plane. Like, I don't really think yeah. of them well, in I, the same way. I, you know, I think I, if I you want to compare a game to The to the Witcher 3, it would be obviously Dragon Age Inquisition, which with it to death sure, is way yeah. better than The Witcher 3, obviously. <laughs> is, uh, I, mean, I mean, when I saw, Shut like, up. like <laughs> like I think the first Fallout 4 trailers came shortly after Witcher 3 was released, and like from that moment, you just have to set your expectations aside that it's going to be anything like Witcher 3. Now Fallout 4 definitely looks is one of the best looking Fallout games um, in terms of what they've done with like character models and textures. Um, but like, but like in terms of 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 just comparing it to like Witcher 3, like when you when you when you saw that first trailer compared to Witcher 3. It looked archaic already, and you just had to set aside any expectations that it would be like at, on the same level as Witcher Three or better than Witcher Three. And you had to regard it as its own game. And and regarding it as its own game, I still don't think it's a great Fallout. I think it's a great Bethesda Dit game, but they have to pick that purpose. They have to fix the perk system before the next one. Um, I, would, I wouldn't even be surprised if that gets shuffled around and patched. Um, mm-hmm. I think there. I think there's a surprising it. amount of stuff where. I think you're going to see some pretty substantial changes to like, Honestly, back. the back end of the no, game. Knowing Bethesda, I would more expect them to just let the modders handle it. I mean, maybe. I guess that that could be the case. Um, I cannot wait for the GEC for this game to be released. Like, I, oh, it's going to be glorious. I am willing to mod it so that. much. <laughs> I can see where I, they're I, going. I'm more looking forward to my guys no longer standing in the fields looking up for their sun god. Oh, quit being a baby. That's awesome. <laughs> the, perks, the parts of the perk system that I like are probably because they even mentioned that they were going for this before the game came out. They said they wanted to make sure that anytime you picked a perk or, or even if you leveled up a perk from one level to the next of the same perk, you'd get like some new mechanic. And for the most part, I enjoy that aspect of it. No, so, I, I, I didn't, haven't really seen anything like that. I, but, I know I get new crafting stuff. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, but there's stuff like there's stuff like creating the trade routes and. Yeah, uh, I mean that's true, but again, that's stuff that feels like it shouldn't be connected to the perk system. I would agree. Yeah, there's, there's shit. There's shit. I felt like I had to grab because I needed for how I want to play the game. Because you didn't want to. Like an actual perk. You didn't want to lug a bunch of fucking material back and forth between your settlements. And like, why is that charisma? Like, I, I don't know. None of that shit. <laughs> hey, you're very charming. Let's set up a supply route. <laughs> yes, that seems very. Sure. You make me want to carry a lot of steel. <laughs> you marry you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're um, so I pick up all the women. We're we're probably coming up on look at uh, all my well, uh, the, the, the the most important thing here is I was able to put Curie into a young woman's body, and now I have a young French girl madly in love with me, following me around. Oh really? Mm, be right back. <laughs> He's got things to do. Dixie. So um, I, I think we're we're probably about uh, nearing to closing time here. What what's a good way to kind of finish our final thoughts here? Maybe um, maybe you could share what you think. Everyone share what they think their mother's favorite part of the game would be. Well, uh, my my mother like undoubtedly loves her kids, so it would just be. Looking for her son, Sean. So Joyce loves that relationship between Sean. Or, or it might be buying clothes, but they would be for Sean. She would just have like a house with with road leathers and shit lying can you around. Get, can you get like baby clothes? I've never seen any. No, I've never seen any I, baby I, 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 material other than like a crib. 
No, yeah, I you can. You can there, there are baby bottles or rattles. You salvaged his crib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, that was what my wife did too. I was like, "Don't you have any kind of sentiment for that?" And she's like, "Nope." My, <laughs> Just erase the. Let limit. me tell you. Let me tell you about my crib. My crib has a creepy monkey sitting there as my replacement for Sean. Oh, there you go. And he'll <laughs> yeah. love it. He'll love it when he comes Jay, back. Jay needs some like counseling. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, my, a, I'm a new mother. I miss my, I miss my son. My mom would love how I drag bodies on top of other bodies <laughs> without clothes sometimes. I think she'd think that was a pretty great feature. <laughs> my mom would be proud that I stood up for people who aren't strong enough to stand up for themselves. Oh, wow. Ah, there you go. That's a good one. It's really uplifting. Doug, what would your mom enjoy about Fallout? My mom would be proud of the promise of maybe getting Fallout Florida. <laughs> Lucio, what about your mom? Would she would she find some? What would she find to love in Fallout? That's a very good question. I would say that she will probably like the uh, setting of Boston. Mm, all right, yeah. All the history that's there. It's like you get to go on a little vacation, and there's exactly. just everything's ruined, and there's mutants. <laughs> so, so, you know, so, like so, it's, so it's just so like going to Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah, Jason. <laughs> What's, um, you, what's your mom going to be digging in Fallout? <laughs> uh, my, my mother would just be so happy that I built a chair for an old lady who wants to sit around. <laughs> oh, that was that day. was very nice of you. Yeah. God damn, you guys. This reminds me of like when the pit came out for Fallout Three. The joke of the internet for like two years was like, "Oh, look, the pit is such a, a re- realistic recreation of Pittsburgh. It's, it looks exactly." <laughs> I mean, if you if you ask if you ask any like Philadelphia natives, they'll tell you precisely that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The pit, no, no, the wait, pit wait, wait. was a, having, having been a bit, been to Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania quite a, quite a bit. It was an accurate recreation. They really, they really fucking Pittsburgh. hate Pittsburgh. But, in let me let me say this. Let me say this about Boston. Once you get to Diamond City, everyone is an asshole, and that was exactly my first experience in Boston. So I remember getting to Diamond City, and I was like. Oh, it's Fenway. Of course it is. There's nothing else in fucking Boston. <laughs> baseball, baseball, baseball. First time I listened to no, Diamond no. City Radio, I liked the tunes, but then that guy comes on and he sounds like he's going to hang himself. <laughs> I love I love how like timid he is. <laughs> you, know, you, you, know, you know you can fix him, right? You know you can give him yeah, more confidence. Yeah, pretty, that's pretty there's good There's a whole quest about it. But I kind of like him right now. I like how he's like, I hope somebody... <laughs> then, then, then don't, they, don't, they don't get him any confidence. You don't, you don't have to do it. Like, Good. You, if you, anything, I want to beat him down even you, more. You're, you're, you're go- <laughs> yeah, you're going... Yeah, there's option where you can, him, like, shatter you his... Can help him win, you can help him win a bar fight, and then you can try and get him some pussy. What, are you, are you like, George McFlying him? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you get him into a bar kind fight, and then, you, and then you get him some ass. Hey, you, get your damn hands off her. I, I like that. I like Jared's idea because, like, the first thing he tells you when you go into his house, he's like, "Please don't bring my stuff." So I can just picture Jared like going inside with like a power armor. I won't break your stuff. I'm just gonna vats you in the face with a fucking nuke. No, I wanted so to. I wanted to all be on accident. Like, I just walk in with power armor and I just knock everything over. By let, let me let me ask this: Did did how 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 into customizing the power armor have people been? None. Okay. I don't care. I, so the power armor, the power armor to me is a lot like a churro wrapper, 
And uh, <laughs> let me explain what I mean. So I went to yes, please explain. I went to an out, I went to this outdoor concert once, and they were selling churros there. And the churros had these giant. I really wanted one, but they had these giant fucking like pieces of paper that they were wrapping them in, and there weren't any trash cans anywhere. And so I knew that like if I bought the churro, it would taste delicious. But I was going to be spending the rest of the day holding a fucking huge wrapper. <laughs> for it and i just didn't want to do it so i just elected not to have the churro and the power armor kind of feels like that where i got in it and then i got out of it and i'm like do i just leave this here like is someone going to come and take this or what what's going to happen you do you do that you do okay this is the last pro tip always take your fusion core out it's basically a car key oh great so so wait can someone come and steal my yes. power armor if, if oh. the fusion core yeah. is in the power armor what? someone can come and but, take it but i oh, learned a cool thing because the internet man Apparently, you can sneak up behind somebody who's wearing power armor and pull the core out, and they'll get ejected. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's pretty yeah. neat. Uh, so, so we have a date. But it's easy. I, 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 I literally have my power armor parked in my garage. I converted it into an indoor garage. After, like, three hours of work, I managed to convert it into an indoor garage. And yep. I have my power armor parked right there inside the garage, and I always take my fusion core out uh, every time I'm done with it. I always adult. Yeah, as a responsible adult. <laughs> Uh, because basically your power armor is the shiny new car, and every single person in the wasteland is that shitty mall rat punk that wants to get, take it for a joy spin, uh, including your friends. They'll do it too. During a raid, always yeah. Take that fusion core. Take I'll always take that fusion core. I have uh, three power armors right now. I have uh, two of the T45s, and I have one T50. Um, and my T50 is painted railroad black. One of my the, the main T45 that I use is blue because that's the color of charisma, and that's why I pass all my charisma. That's the color of charisma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blue is the color of charisma. <laughs> all right. And my other and my other power armor, which is parked in the garage, is painted some bitchin' red and black flames, and just there to look cool. So Wait, you can put flames on your power armor. Yeah, 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 you can find like a hot it's rod. In the, uh, it's up in the top right of the map. It's like an abandoned robotics place or something. There's something something up there where you can go to paint your armor or whatever. Yeah, and, and each armor, faction yeah. gives you a, a new color as well. So so the railroad gives you black and, and Vault Tech gives you like blue and all that stupid shit. So. I feel like I do need to use it more. It, it's um, interesting. I mean, there are like little quests where they'll actually give you a really highly upgraded piece of power armor for completing it and then it, it's sort of like you know they do ra they do ration it so you can't always use it like you could in the other fallout games but i think it's kind of good because it's overpowered when you do get to use it it's like like i said the game feels balanced for power armor not for the player yeah it really it, does shit gets, shit gets so much easier in the power armor it's like fucking night and day so much easier but to jason's point uh the cit labs if you really like curie bring curie along uh yeah. it's Finish the CIT Labs puzzle. Um, there are some parts of the games that are like needlessly opaque, so you can actually fuck up CIT Labs um, by releasing the security locks before you finish the puzzle. And at that point, there's no point because you've already like fought everything and solved everything. Um, and then you get like a really awesome chess piece for your power armor, uh, yeah. and Curie loves it. Um, and it's a it's a it's a nice little puzzle. I, like there's some dungeons. The dungeons I will say are are way better done than Fallout Three. Um, and they're like better done than Skyrim. 
because there's just more variety in general in the in the dungeons and there are better puzzles in the dungeons and I just like them a lot more. But kind of a bad uh, side effect. It feels like the only thing that happens happens in dungeons. Well, nothing really yeah. feels like it happens outside anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess I guess those are most of your power armor pro tips. Um, I feel like I'm I feel like I have one more more that I'm forgetting but whatever oh don't forget to repair your power armor either because that's something else i didn't know was happening that my power armor was breaking i'm like why is this shit not working and i didn't realize i actually had to repair it because you don't have to repair anything else in the game because now you're standing in a milk crate <laughs> you're not feeling much uh all right guys well i hope that everybody was able to learn something from this podcast be it how to attach walls to a building or how to not have your power armor fucking stolen like i'm sure mine is when i go back to check on it again that's great yeah, and i'm gonna go there and it's gonna be like that's great news i fucking asked the chat i'm like what do i do guys when i don't want to be in power armor anymore do i need like a bike lock or something and I, nobody yeah, and I told said you, anything i told you to take the core out i told I you to take it out i don't feel like i heard that I responded right away. Take well, the no, because we were writing it. Well, great. This is just great. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that I hope that this has been helpful. Uh, I, I want to take a second and thank the the listener for enjoying this. I'm sure you know this podcast was designed to be listened to around the dinner table with your family on Thanksgiving. Wearing <laughs> uh, power armor. So happy, happy Thanksgiving to you. Where you're, I can get along with my family power armor. Happy Thanksgiving to all your moms. I hope that we were able to kind of bring everybody a little closer together, uh, you know, on this, on this festive holiday season. Um, if you're not already, you should go follow us on Facebook, Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. Uh, and you know, go check out our website. Be sure to come back, listen to the podcast next month. We're going to have some very cool stuff uh, that's happening in December. So uh, you know, make sure that you come and join us again. And I think with that, we are probably out. Alrighty. All right, there we go. Crawl out through the fallout, baby. When they drop that bomb. Crawl out through the fallout with the greatest of aplomb. When your white count's getting higher, hurry, don't delay. I'll hold you close and kiss those radiation burns away. Crawl out through the fallout, baby, to my loving arms. Through the rain of strontium 90. about your hero when you're at ground zero.